0: Welcome to the Let's Be Honest About Business podcast. If you're anything like me, then you strive for us all to be honest with where we're at in our business rather than putting on a front. You can expect to hear about struggles and successes to everything in between from myself and others in business. I'm your host, Morgan, and through being honest with what I've struggled with, I'll be sharing practical tips on how to get out of your slumps and run the business of your dreams regardless of where you're at. Whether you're driving in your car or sipping coffee on your couch, I hope you find this information valuable. Let's hang out. Hey guys, wow, I know that it's been a long time since I've released a new podcast episode, and I am very sorry for simply just falling off of the face of the earth. But I'm coming back with a very honest and open discussion regarding what the past few months have looked like for me. If you're still here and subscribe to the podcast, I do appreciate you being here. And I have to also say that I've been surprised by how many emails and story shares I've still been getting on the podcast, even though I haven't been releasing new episodes lately. So for those of you who have reached out or shared this in support, thank you so much. It truly means the world to me. And I do mean that from the bottom of my heart. And I've also been pleasantly surprised by the the continued support as well. So before I get into this episode, I do want to emphasize the reason why I started this podcast For me, as a business owner who does a lot of my business and marketing online, in the past, I've noticed a trend of business owners who aren't really honest with the struggles that they might be facing while running a business. There's a lot of struggles when it comes to running a business, but social media especially can make it very easy to mask what's going on. And I 100% get that because especially as a business owner, you do want to instill confidence in your clients. And it's easy to think that if you share something that's vulnerable, no one will want to book you or see you as this serious man, businessman, or businesswoman. This is sort of a side tangent, but at the beginning of this year, my husband and I started realizing how truly blessed we had been in our lives with our finances. With everything that we've been given, so we started praying that God would bring us people that we could bless, but we wanted Him to bring people to us that were going to be willing to be vulnerable with us about what they specifically needed. And do you want to know one of the biggest challenges that we've faced with trying to help other people out? So many people are unwilling to be vulnerable with the challenges that they're facing. So many people are not willing to be open with you about their hardships. And I I get that. It's really hard to be open because maybe you feel like you have a weakness or like you'll be judged if you share what you're struggling with. But can I just be real with you for a minute? We all struggle with different things and no struggle or hardship is the same. So when it came to starting this podcast, I wanted to be really real about some hardships I have faced and also some that you might encounter while running your business. I want to be open and honest and vulnerable about it all because maybe if I am, it will help you too. So that's what this specific episode is about, but I'm also going to, instead of focusing on the struggle, I do want to focus on some things that I've been doing to help combat that. I hope that me explaining this reason I started this podcast to begin with can help bring some clarity to what I'm about to talk to you about. So you can consider this my open and honest discussion about the last few months. Let's start at the beginning of this year. I spent the last almost six years of my business working really hard to make it work, to become successful, and by all accounts, I've accomplished some pretty great things and met some of my pretty lofty goals, especially at the beginning of 2019. Week after week, I met my numbers. I launched a podcast. I made it to a milestone by photographing 100 weddings. All of the success was really exciting and fulfilling, but it caught up to me because at some point, things have to slow down. Work slowed down for a little bit. I know it was wedding season and everything, but I did find myself in a continued rut, trying to work harder and hustle in order to achieve more. And before I realized it, I found myself drained. I found myself constantly comparing myself to others on the internet. I began telling myself lies about who I am and what my work is, and I believe those lies. The last few months, I've honestly been in a really dark place, constantly questioning what I'm even doing with my life. I'm recording this now because today things look a little different. I understand that you might not believe in a higher power and that's okay, but lately I've been praying that God would become the center of my life. But for so long, my work has come before anything else and I want my life and my work to be that of surrender to the Lord. That might be bold for you to hear and I completely understand that, but since my prayer, I feel that the Lord has been teaching me how to relentlessly remove hurry from my life. It's no coincidence that I also happened to stumble upon a podcast that was titled 10 ways to de-hustle your life. Now, I'll be honest and say that hustle is a very real part of our society today. I've always told myself that my business will not succeed unless day in and day out, I'm constantly working towards something better, toward improving and achieving the next big thing. And once I achieve that, I'm on to the next goal. It never ends. And by it, I mean the hustle. But I tell myself that my business will not work unless I do, and to some extent, yes, that is true, but if you find yourself so burnt out on what you're doing, you might want to listen up. Last year, I created systems in my business that would and should work even if I needed to take a step back. I mean, isn't this what owning a business is all about? Having the freedom to run your life? Why then did I find myself feeling so owned by my business? I think this was divine, but the podcast episode I stumbled across was so crucial to me changing. I'm still very new to this change, but I can't not share with you the 10 ways to de-hustle your life in hopes that this might help you too. So here it goes. The very first step is to define your relationship with your phone. If we do not make rules about our phones, our phones will rule our lives. As we're speaking and as you're listening, I am currently on a week-long social media fast. I deleted Facebook and Instagram off of my phone four days ago. The first day was pretty difficult. I would pick up my phone and my thumb would automatically go to where my Instagram app was. I used it so much as a pastime that it became muscle memory. Now, I literally have nothing on my phone to look at. No life updates for my friends, no seeing who's doing what with their business, no knowing what so-and-so is making for dinner tonight, and you know what? I'm loving it. I've owned my business for six years now, and in those six years, I have never taken a break because I told myself that I had to have social media to run a successful business, but I got to a point where I was truly so unhappy, I just had to delete it, and you know what? It's been four days, and I've still gotten two inquiries already in those four days for 2020 weddings, so I don't see how taking a break every now and then can affect me negatively. I've already noticed such a positive change that I'm going to start committing to quitting social media every month, one week out of the month. And I want to invite you to join me if for these reasons I'm going to, if only for these reasons I'm going to mention alone. Since taking a break, I've become way more productive in my work so I can actually sit down and really knock out some big picture plans and ideas, et cetera. I have become more intimate both physically and emotionally with my husband, Frank. I have been more present with those around me. If I wanted to take a photo, I would take a photo, then put my phone away instead of immediately uploading it to my Instagram stories. Moments are starting to feel more personal to me instead of sharing them on social just because I could keep these special times to myself and those that I share them with. I've slept so much better and I feel so much more rested. And since I can't see what my friends are up to, I intentionally and genuinely have to reach out to them for more personal connection. These are just a few ways that this has helped me. And even if I didn't do it, do the nine more steps that I'm about to share with you, this alone has made a world of difference. To be honest, I feel that this is the direction that we are headed. Social media, while great in some regards, is detrimental to our mental health, including mine. You guys, I'm not lying when I tell you that I've been in a really dark place. And people are craving more personal and more intimate connections. Social media, though we try to be real there, cannot give us that. It's time for us to step away from our phones and be really real with those around us. It's time for us to look up every once in a while and instead of realizing the world our phones have to offer, we realize the world around us, right in front of us. The second way to de-hustle your life is to make a ceiling for yourself. I know I alluded to the fact that every time I achieve a goal, the next goal is always lined up right behind me, and I won't be happy until it's accomplished. Once I accomplish a goal, I then won't be happy till the next goal after that is accomplished. It's a relentless cycle that has to stop in me. If we do not limit our success, we never become content in what we already have. I have to be honest with you, and what I'm about to share has nothing to do with my business. I really want to have a baby, but that hasn't happened yet. But before I got married, I really wanted to get engaged. And then after getting engaged, I really wanted to get married. Then I really wanted a house. Then I really wanted a baby. Some things are just completely out of my control, like having a kid. If I weren't ever able to have a child, I have to learn that I can truly be content with what I already have. I have an amazing husband who loves and takes care of me. I have a wonderful family who always makes me laugh. We're blessed to live in such a beautiful house. I have an amazing job that does fulfill me. If I cannot learn how to be content in my current situation, I will be so unhappy and that will bleed through to those around me. Life is beautiful regardless of what situation you're in and there is so much to learn in your current season. Creating a ceiling for yourself will allow you to realize that if you've made it to your ceiling, you can allow yourself a moment of rest. That doesn't mean that your ceiling can't get higher at some point. It just means that you learn to rest in it until you're ready to keep moving and you're fully prepared to move forward. Number three is to practice Thanksgiving. Oh, This is hard sometimes, (laughs) but this is also super explanatory. This can actually easily tie into number two. Thanksgiving can help us realize that we already are blessed with so much. Number four is to hold meals in high regard. Those who know me or know anything about me know that I love cooking, especially dinner. I'm not so much of a breakfast person. My husband and I are constantly having guests over for dinner or bringing dinner to others. One thing I look forward to every single Sunday is lunch with my five siblings and my parents. For me, this is a no-brainer, but I understand that for others, it can be hard to stop and take a moment to just eat and gather around the table and enjoy community. The average amount of time for families today to sit around the table and eat dinner each night is 16 and a half minutes. In the past, the average amount of time families took to eat dinner was 90 minutes. What a huge difference. The longer you can enjoy a meal, though, and put the phones and TV away and talk and enjoy community with your loved ones, the better you will feel. It's kind of interesting how studies show that families who um, sit down for a shorter amount of time for dinner each night can struggle with obesity, mental health, depression, um, long-term illnesses such as cancer, heart disease. Um, it's really, really, I don't think a surprise that you can, if you sit down longer and enjoy community with others and try to be real and talk about your day and be honest with maybe something that you've been struggling with or, or celebrate successes with those around you, your mental health can improve immensely and you overall can be just a healthier person. If you don't know how to do this, then I would just try start with one week, one night a week, maybe make dinner for somebody and, and ask people to come over. Maybe in my family, um, one rule that my parents had when we were kids is that nobody could leave the table until everybody was done eating. Um, this was extremely frustrating as a kid when we had homework to do maybe on a weeknight. but I, I think now that I'm older, I really appreciate what my parents did for us because now I can go to dinner with my family and truly enjoy it and put the phones away and just even just forget about all the life stress that life has to offer. <laughs> Number five is to honor a Sabbath. It really is important to specifically set time aside to rest. I know when you own a business, this can seem really difficult and I'm I'm only speaking from my experience as well. So if if you're struggling with this, know that I'm with you as well. Um, I have bought the lie that I have to work really, really hard. And if I don't take a break, um, if I don't offer myself time to rest, then my business will fail. It's really easy to get into the cycle that we constantly have to be working in order to be successful But if you were to work for a corporation, you would get at least two days completely off of work each week. So why then, as business owners, can't we even try to take a full day off of work? I know it's hard, but your mind and your body need time to rest and grow and refresh. Number six is to live in a yearly rhythm. This one is still a little confusing to me, but from what I understand, we need to get comfortable having yearly patterns in our life, much like the seasons that change throughout the year. In wintertime, everything is dead. It's cold and nothing grows. However, it's a time to rest and refresh and start dreaming up the things that we have to look forward to. Springtime is a time where things start to subtly blossom, things start to refresh, and it becomes a time to start planting seeds that will eventually grow and flourish. Summertime is a time to constantly be watering and nurturing those seeds and pouring into our ideas and our dreams. And then comes fall, the time that all of our work is paid off. It's likely fall will likely be the time that we'll be working our hardest as we see all of our prep work come into fruition it's likely the time that you will become most tired but you know that winter is coming and the reason it's a time that you'll become more tired is because you're you're harvesting you're you're pulling all the fruits and the vegetables and everything up from the ground that you've worked so hard to 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 get um, chances are you likely work in an industry that has busy seasons and slow seasons. If you're a teacher, you'll be busy August through May, but you'll have June and July to rest. If you're a wedding photographer in Colorado, like me, you're likely busy May through end of October, but you'll have no- November through April to rest. Those yearly rhythms are so good for our soul and we have to take advantage of them. Number seven is to build in time to serve others. When we get so focused on the hustle and achieving those big picture goals, we can easily become deeply selfish because when we hustle, we are only working towards something that will ultimately satisfy our own desire. But taking time to serve others allows you to get out of that flow and realize that there's more to life than just us or the big things that we're working towards. One thing that I like doing that I kind of took a break from um, during wedding season just because it was so busy um, was volunteering at the homeless shelter. And I'm really excited to get that started back up again because I I think getting to know the people at the homeless shelter and talking to them has really been super eye opening to me. But it's also helped me recognize like, wow, I you know my life is really good. There's also other things that you can do like if you can um, offer to bring somebody dinner if you know that they're struggling in their life, or um, you, you know even something small like buying buying somebody's coffee at Starbucks. So there's tons of ways that you can serve people that don't require even a lot of like time and effort that really can make, up, make our day, make your day, help you get out of that flow, um, and help you realize that life is more than just about what you're working towards uh, or for. Number eight is to let things not always have a goal or a purpose. When we always have a goal or purpose behind everything we do, we forget to do things just because. We forget to be present with our families just because it's good for us. We forget to do that nice thing for our clients just because they'll be really happy, even if it's not even in their contract. We forget to buy that stranger coffee, not because they did anything nice for us, but simply just because. So not everything that you do has to have a purpose or a reason behind it. You can do things just because it makes you happy or it makes other people around you happy or you know that it's going to give you rest and, and you don't owe anybody an explanation or even yourself an explanation. (laughs) Number nine is to get comfortable practicing presence. You know how many of us whip out our phones while we're waiting at a stoplight or while we're standing in line at the grocery store? Why is it so hard to simply just sit in our own silence? Our world is filled with so much noise that we have grown accustomed to it. So when it's silent, we feel awkward and it's really tough to sit in our own silence. But if we can do it, we can start to become present in our current situation rather than always focusing on the next big thing. Why don't we, when we have dinner with our friends, all leave our phones in the car or genuinely listen to someone when they're talking instead of hearing what they're saying while waiting for them to stop talking so you can say what's on your mind? Being present is being mindful. And when you're mindful... Your whole life can change. (laughs) I am just learning this, you guys, and I I don't know why it's taking me so long, but I'm loving it. (laughs) Number 10, the last point from this podcast was to read more books. This one is definitely more of a struggle for me because it does require you to be present and again, sit in silence, but I'm excited to do more of this for sure. Plus, I think my eyes will thank me. Instead of always looking at my phone, I can look at something else. Um, but, but reading more books requires time. It requires you to be thoughtful. It requires you to put the book down and think of what it is you just read. Um, it requires you to sit in silence again. Um, so I can understand why and how this can be so helpful and so crucial. So I think this podcast that I listened to came at just the perfect time. And I think it's already helped me so much, which is why I really wanted to share it with you guys. Um, instead of just sharing what's been going on in my life and how I've been feeling, I think it's really helpful to share also something that is helping me as well. Um, I I can't tell you guys how much I needed this. Um, I have been in a really dark place and um, things have been really hard. Uh, I would say probably since April. So, um so I'm excited for the change. I'm excited to see how this helps and I, it's since it's helped me so much. I can only imagine that there are people listening to this who have probably felt the same or been in a similar situation. And I would encourage you if you have been feeling that way to practice these 10 steps. If you need to listen to this podcast over and over again just so you can get memorize them and get them in your head, do that. I wrote mine down on a list on my phone so I can just constantly look at the list and um and remember the 10 ways to kind of just de-hustle and unwind from life. Um, life goes on and nothing will ever stop around you. And so knowing that it's important for us to be mindful of the fact that nothing ever stops around us. So in that, in that case, in that sense, we can recognize that it's okay for us to stop even though the world keeps going around us. And stopping doesn't mean that we're failing. It just means that we're giving our mind the the rest and the reset that it needs to keep moving forward and to be a better person, to be a better business owner, to be a better wife or husband or family member or mom or dad or whatever it is. So you're not a failure if you need to stop, and that's a lie that I've been telling myself, and I'm really glad that I'm finally recognizing that I can I can stop, I can rest, and I can still be me, and I can still be successful, and I can still be amazing. Um, I feel more refreshed and I hope that you will, I really do hope that you'll try to exercise these steps with me. I know it's only been four days for me, which I know you're probably like, wow, Morgan, how can you speak about it? It's only been four days, but I cannot even begin to tell you how much happier and better I'm feeling. It's really been a blessing. And when I do get back on social media, I now know that I can go hard at it for three weeks, then shut it off again for another week. I can't wait to see what becomes of this. And I hope that you join me in your journey. That's all for now. If you have anything that you'd like to add, please email me at morgan at ladyilgphotography.com. That's morgan at l-a-d-y-i-l-g-photography.com and I would love to start a conversation with you about this. I hope that you guys have a great week and I look forward to being back here again soon. I'm not sure exactly when I'm going to be back. I'm still kind of trying to get back in a flow. um, now that wedding season is over, but I do appreciate your patience and I do hope that I can be back here at least, um, bi-weekly at some point again soon. Um, uh, just so you guys know, I'm working on something that is, super exciting. I can't talk about it yet because it's secret. Um, but, um, that is definitely taking up a lot of my time, especially since it's off season. So a lot of my focus is there, but I still do want to be delivering great and exciting and helpful content to you guys through this episode, through this um, podcast as well. So, um, yeah, just, if you think about me, just, you know, all the support and encouragement is great, um, especially for what I plan on launching next year. Um, it's never been done before and I can't talk about it um, because of that reason. Um, but I am so excited for you guys to know eventually what it is. I will not keep you in the dark. I promise at some point I will let you know, but I have to wait for the perfect time. So um yeah, that's all for now. I hope you guys have a great week and yeah, email me message me on Instagram. I will be back on Instagram soon. Um, and let's have a conversation about this because I think it's really needed. All right. You guys have a great day. Bye. Thanks so much for listening for more information or to learn a little bit more about me and my brand. You can follow me on Instagram at Ilg. that's L A D Y I L G or visit ladyilgphotography.com. If you have any questions you'd like me to answer for you on a future episode, simply email me at morgan at with your question, and I'd love to answer it for you. Your questions are encouraged and welcome. I look forward to showing up on another episode soon.